0: Welcome to the favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. Oh, this is exciting. (laughs) Today is our championship weekend recap episode. I am Chad Millman. I am joined by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, my co host, professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. Hi, Chad. I'm giggling, not because things went well for us. Uh, you love the Ravens. I was afraid to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Thank <laughs> God. I loved the Niners at minus six and a half. You were all in on the Lions. I got backdoored. You were right on that one. We got a lot to break down. I'm giggling because even though I had a middling day, I had Niners Chiefs at 22 to one to make the Super Bowl.
1: Wow.
0: What a hit before the season began and <laughs> and i would all
1: that's crazy
0: i would all to data from our very own Evan Abrams who reminded us before the season began that now it's 10 of the 11 the past 11 uh super bowl combatants had odds of 12 to one or less to make it to the Super Bowl when the season began. So I basically just bet the five teams that had those odds to play each other in our own little round robin and uh, Niners Chiefs was 22 to one.
1: There you go. Crazy. Easy.
0: So I don't care <laughs> we lost so much today. <laughs> um, as a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day, they part the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays, and they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible super boosts. Check out the boost and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365 must be 21 or older. And present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Louisiana, Ohio, Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. All right. Before we get going, forever, when I was doing the podcast Behind the Bets, the original sports betting podcast that we started at ESPN, when it was me and Scooch hosting, bookmaker Bob Scoochie, who I had covered and profiled in my book, The Odds, 25 years ago. And then when he was at the Stardust and then he became the head bookmaker at the Orleans, um, we used to do a contest called the Get Your Prop Up in Vegas contest. And listeners could submit their ideas for props. And if the one that Scooch liked the best, he'd put up on the big board at the Orleans, we'd take a picture and somebody will have played bookmaker for a day and Scooch and his team would have been taking real action on a prop that one of our listeners had sent in. Our good friends at Bet365 are willing to take a listener's prop. They are willing to take action on a prop bet for the Super Bowl that one of our listeners sends in. Here's how it has to work. It has to be something actionable, it has to be something objective. It has to be something quantifiable. For example, one year, Matt Mitchell, when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, submitted, who will have more will there be, will the Eagles score more points than there are steps on the that Rocky ran up in the movie Rocky, right? So that's something that we can count. That's something that he called it the Rocky prop. That is something that bookmakers will get excited about because it has a cool title. So you have to think of something that can be counted, that is objective and quantifiable, but it's got to have a fun title. If you don't have a fun title, people aren't going to pay attention. Email podcasts at actionnetwork.com. Matt Mitchell will see all of those. I'll remind everybody at the end of the show. All right. Our big balls, Simon says, was Kansas City at Baltimore. Baltimore minus three and a half. The entire professional betting universe was on the Ravens. Everybody was convinced. The line moved from three to three and a half to four to four and a half. Some places got as high as five as we did convince me this morning. Simon, look, I said I was afraid to bet against Patrick Mahomes. I tried to find all the ways to bet on the Ravens without actually betting on the Ravens other than the under. None of them really worked. But this was the ultimate head versus emotion game, right? Everything about the way things had gone said to us, play the Ravens. But it's hard to pull the trigger on that bet against Patrick Mahomes. And last week, we were trying to decide is Lamar Jackson over the hump? Has Patrick Mahomes finally got a team that isn't good enough? And I think we see the Patrick Mahomes can pretty much do anything. And Lamar Jackson, this was self-destruction across the board.
1: Yeah, part of it feels like the Chiefs played possum uh, the whole regular season. And a part of it feels like the Ravens had their worst game in two seasons. Like if you look statistically, they haven't had that bad of a game in over two years. So Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's, that's gambling on a sport that has a one game winner take all kind of game like Mahomes and that offense drove the field scored two touchdowns on the back-to-back possessions and then did nothing for the next three quarters and they won and it wasn't even close they won by double digits so um it's it's football like we talk all the time Tom Brady Belichick there was something special there clearly we're in the middle of this Mahomes Andy Reid run and um it's incredible like they did just enough to beat the Bills And same with Ravens today. It's like, as much as we want to say that um, it's all about Mahomes, it was like, it's that Lamar, playoff Lamar. Like, I can't believe I fell for it after one game against Houston where it's like, that's my whole thing with him is I just don't trust him in the playoffs. And um, total meltdown by him, the offensive coordinator, and hardball. Like, you said hardball skates. I don't know how he keeps skating when he keeps having these kind of meltdowns with the team. It's like you don't know what to say to this guy to get him out of his own head. Like once Lamar starts snowballing in these playoffs, he can't pull himself out. Um, it's crazy. Like all the plays were there and everything that could have went wrong, went wrong for the Ravens. And on the other side of the chiefs, just cool, calm collective. I mean, they showed nothing. Like Andy Reid literally hit his playbook that whole second half. He was like, I don't need to do anything. These Ravens are just beating themselves here. So um, yeah, Kelsey, what was it? 10 catches and hundred yards. At half eleven, it, it eleven catches year. in
0: the game. Well, look, yeah. look, we talked about this, right? Like we thought: are the Chiefs that have played well the past three, four, five weeks? Are they playing bad defenses? Are they getting good spots? We we actually had the conversation: how do we know that this isn't a team that has turned it around after getting receivers trained up for the past sixteen weeks? And then finally gets them in the right spot. How do we know Travis Kelsey isn't going to get to be his old self? Um, and this this defense as a scoring defense is insane. I mean, they just, they swarm and they cover and their pass rush is so good at so many times. And they're just, they're smart. What they're doing is historic as a scoring defense.
1: Yeah. And it's like... Um the opportunities are there like the the ravens could run the ball i i think um you know gus edwards had a big run in that first quarter maybe i maybe it was second well, quarter, but look, it's just like feed, feed him the ball it's it's working. i think Gus
0: Edwards over 40 and a half they gave him the ball once in the first quarter he gained 15 yards he had two more carries and i i <laughs> was paying attention because i'm like this doesn't make any sense no that This is a running team in bad weather against a terrible run defense. And they weren't even pretending to run the ball. Like they had their third down back and Justice Hill in on nearly every play. So then I went back and counted. They ran the ball, to running backs, eight times the entire game. They weren't even like running the RPOs. It was honestly irresponsible. I I, like that, as good as Todd Munkin was all year, the way he called that game is fireable.
1: He panicked. I mean, that's there's yes. not, no doubt. If you go through that, what you just talked about, it's like this is someone that got overwhelmed by the moment, and they had what essentially looks like a panic attack because it's like he he had an out body experience. He's been the same way the entire year, called it the same way all season, and all of a sudden now he he goes away from that. Like, it's just just bizarre. But we talk all the time. It's it's the Mahomes effect. Like, that's – at the at the bottom of all this what we're talking about, I told you he was a model breaker just like Tom Brady. Yeah. You're on the other sideline. You're Lamar Jackson. You're looking across the field, and Todd for this matter, and you're looking at Mahomes and you're thinking, I need to do more. I need to force the ball more. And it's like – it's like its own type of defense. Um, it's crazy. I really can't believe it where it's like – The Ravens had the defense. They were, matchup-wise, it was all there. Like, even as that game went along, once the defense settled down, they played well, the Ravens' defense. I mean, Kyle Hamilton, best player in the game. Like, that guy, every stop they needed, yeah, like, incredible how good he was. So, um, just heartbreaking where the Ravens had all the pieces, it was all there. And like you said, the OC failed them, and Lamar failed them. Like, Lamar just, man, like, he's going to have to wear this, and it's – Another reason, I mean, you joked we didn't. I didn't put a single bet on their future for Super Bowl. I don't think you did either. I didn't. I the first year just, that
0: I didn't, by the way,
1: I almost you, always do. Yeah, but we both. I think we talked in the summer. It was just like, I can't trust Lamar in the playoffs. If it's Joe Burrow or Mahomes, I can't trust them. And then somehow I became a fucking idiot, and I didn't bet on Mahomes at four and a half. And it's like, I just don't. I can't believe we didn't take the four and a half. Or we both said it to each other. Where it's like, this number's gotten too big what can we do? And I I joked with you, I had bookmakers texting me being like, you want to take the Chiefs? And like, you know, I'm puffing my chest out. Nah, I'm good with a three and a half three. I don't need to do anything. And it's like, man, that that Mahomes number, um, what what a winner for the books.
0: Yeah, I listen, I take no pride in saying that I didn't bet against Mahomes because I also wasn't courageous enough to bet on Mahomes. I just sort of decided to let it skate You mentioned Kyle Hamilton. One series, this was Kyle Hamilton. Same series, three straight plays. Deep coverage, pass defensed. Stopped the guy at the line of scrimmage on a screen. Blitzed Mahomes and rushed him in one of the few times he was unsuccessful in the first half. That's one series for Kyle Hamilton. Meanwhile, we talk about this defense and... We talk about it doing historic things. In the first 15 minutes of this game, Patrick Mahomes was 11 for 11 and had the third longest drive of his career. And also, by the way, in this game, had a play that lasted 9.78 seconds. The fourth, he was just scrambling around, finally found Kelsey to convert a first down fourth longest play in the NFL this season. Jim Nance made a great point. He goes, at the Olympics this summer, there will be people who run the 100-yard dash in less time than that play took Patrick Mahomes to make. He's a fucking code breaker. It's just like, there's something about the dude. He's the dude. It's like,
1: yeah and just and he and he makes his like again, as lucky as they are, he makes his luck happen where it's like, yeah, that play with Kelsey, you know, there's only there's no I don't know who else can make that where they're falling down. They throw it. The only spot that Kelsey can catching Kelsey's shoelace grabs it, right? Like he like pulled it into himself, and it's just, um, like you said, that's a Hall of Famer to a Hall of Famer that came out the moment wasn't too big for them um just just incredible where you know this this Mahomes team is scary in the sense that he's doing it with such I mean not no talent but like their best offensive lineman was out like the whole thing is crazy that they just keep winning it keeps plugging along here um in these games so yeah like that we we gotta own it um gotta wear it but luckily the under came through but yeah the the ravens first half dumb bet ravens full game dumb bet it's just it was never in doubt if you took the chiefs they they controlled it from the first snap all the way on i think right three and out for the ravens yep. mahomes gets the ball drives the field anyone anyone sitting there on the ravens ticket already felt like a loser you're like yep. all right but pretty pretty much dead like unless they drive the field here and get seven we're dead and the exact opposite happened they kicked again mahomes gets the ball drives the field and just totally Took the air out of that Raven Stadium. So, um, yeah, kudos to everyone that messaged us and listened to us. And they said, "I took that lesson you told us: never bet against my was the dog." Um, you are the smarter betters than me and Chad today.
0: Ravens completely self-destructed. They just did. They 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 were deer in the headlights. Were not ready for prime time. What a difference in how the game was coached. Does that
1: not fall on the head coach?
0: Yeah, yeah, it does. It totally does. Yeah. It has to. What what a difference between how the teams were prepared how The team's played like, and this yeah, is yeah, we have a whole
1: offseason, but you think Belichick lets his team come in at home and have that kind of game? It's just, it's just hard for me to wrap my head around that hardball is going to keep skating after these brutal losses.
0: Multiple personal fouls on the final drive in the first half to yeah. put
1: the Chiefs in field
0: goal position, Dumb get the extra three, like a personal foul on the final drive to get them closer to sealing it. Like, this was a Poorly coached team, poorly prepared team, bad play calls. This team was not ready for the moment. Lamar has not been ready for the moment. We will remember this next season uh, when they get to the playoffs. And we are telling ourselves, no, this is different because this team is so (laughs) dominant. Look, the truth is the Ravens, we did not, nobody felt like they were a dominant team all year. They consistently won against good teams, but they weren't like the juggernaut team of years past where you feel like it's automatic this team is better than everybody else we made a mistake we're going to own it we're going to wear it we're going to i mean on. i did
1: I'll, I'll be honest i did drink the kool-aid or it's like if lamar showed up in the playoffs i was like okay now they have the offense because they had the defense like you saw that defense they got playmakers all across the board um it was just can lamar take that next step and i feel like an idiot like i drank the kool-aid because he played so well in that second half against houston i should have known it's like just because he beat up on a, a Houston team that was a year early doesn't mean that he figured it all out, and clearly he hasn't.
0: The next game is gut-wrenching. Um, personally, I almost hedged and bet the Lions on the money line before the game because I had this ticket where I was going to make a decent amount of money on the matchup of the Niners and Chiefs, which I now knew I had half the matchup set. At 22 to one. And I was thinking about ways to hedge in those 15 minutes between the games. And then I was like, fuck it. Niners are going to win this game. So I didn't bet anything. And then all of a sudden I'm like, are you kidding me that I didn't, I didn't hedge this. And the whole time I'm thinking the Niners are not out of this game. Like they've still got their shots. And this ended up being a crazy game. The Lions had most, the most rush yards in the first half ever against the Shanahan team. The Niners defense could not stop anything Detroit did. And then the second half goes. Niners field goal, fourth down stop, deflected 51-yard pass, two plays later touchdown. Lions fumble, Niners touchdown. Josh Reynolds dropped a perfect pass to keep the drive going. Then the Lions can't feel the punt to back the Niners up to the two. Then a field goal for the Niners then a turnover and downs, then a touchdown for the Niners, 27 straight straight points. They're up by 10, and then they give up the back door. And that felt like a kick in the dick.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I would say you'd have to just be happy even being invited to the party. I mean, pretty pretty insane you had a chance to cover a a minus six and a half, and you're down 17 um, at half. And yeah, like Campbell... Again, we'll it'll be debated all offseason. This is why we love talking football, cause it's like so it's so opinion-based. And little games like this, there's a million little things you can really give shit to Campbell for. The biggest one to me is the 49ers drive the field to start the game start the second half. They kick a field goal. So your defense did their job again. You get the ball back. You drive the field. And I know it's not his fault that he dropped that ball, right? That wasn't the greatest pass. He should have caught it, but it's like you know things happen there. You're talking about Josh Reynolds on that conversion. Yes, talking about Reynolds there, but the Campbell part of it's like, why not take the three again? You, you take the three, you're you're once again you're up 17, which is such a mental thing. Instead, he drops it. Now the team's down 14 with the momentum, and that was the momentum flipper. Like then you have the stupid IU play off the helmet, and that's game. Like football, we I mean we say it a million times. That Giants team. If they play that Patriots team 100 times, how many times do they actually win it, right? And it's all about yep. that helmet catch where it's like that momentum flipped, right? right? As soon as that Tyree caught the ball in his helmet, it flipped. Same thing here. With IU, IU catches that ball, every guy in the 49ers is like, we're feeling it. And you saw the, the, the line sidelines just deflated. Like, they're like, oh, my God. So now they get a touchdown. Now it's seven. And like you said, Campbell puts the rookie in. I don't fault them for putting the rookie in, but I fault them for putting the rookie in and running up the middle. Where Montgomery is getting big chunks up the middle, why not give it to him up the middle? So it was like, you know, Ben Johnson trying to be too smart, all of it. Um, brutal. But at the same time, how many more chances did the Lions have? They still could have won that game in multiple different ways, and they just kept couldn't stop helping themselves. So um, I'm sick for Lions fans. I mean, I think we both feel it's like, you know, every fan base suffers they them and the browns got to be one and two for the, the most suffering like the the type of teasing they got yeah. um just brutal like that was like if someone that had the money line the lions not that I'm counting my money but it was just like i mean we're good here like this is the best case it could play out right now and totally fell apart but um uh, shout out to our sponsors bet365 you bet that money line. They got up seventeen. Guess what? Bet three six five paid it out. So I lost on every sports book, but the one I didn't lose on was bet three six five. So thank you for our lovely sponsors.
0: Bet three six five all season is long has had the uh, early payout offer. If a team goes, if the team you bet on goes up seventeen points, your bet automatically cashes. Crazy, nice, magical number for sure. <laughs> um, good for Shanahan uh good for this team to have two games in a row where in high pressure situations
1: yeah they come back
0: they have come back and it's so interesting like Brock Purdy does not look like Patrick Mahomes when he's making a comeback like this <laughs> but Brock Purdy's in his first full season of starting and he's got his team in the Super Bowl and he's not they're not in the Super Bowl because he was managing the game They're in the Super Bowl because he was making plays. Like, he made a a similar play, Lamar Jackson, on that Zay Flowers touchdown. Had a guy come over the top, grab him by the back of the shirt. He was able to get out of it, throw that ball to Zay Flowers. Brock Purdy had a similar play. He had guys on his back, spun out of it, looked like he was throwing it away, and threw a dime to Juszczyk on the sideline who made a beautiful catch you know, with toe tapping on the sideline. yeah, And that kept it, that was the beginning of a drive to keep a drive going. And um, Garoppolo wasn't making those plays, right? Like he, this this is something Kyle Shanahan, we don't want to love Brock Purdy, but I love Brock Purdy. It's not pretty, but he's Purdy.
1: Yeah, we like Purdy. I think it's more that 49ers fans want to puff their chest out and be like, say Purdy's top five. And it's just hard to say that with Purdy, where it's like, is it the system? Is it the players? Is it Purdy? And at the end of the day, I think me and you all, everyone agrees. It's both. Like, he, yeah. he's not, the he's never going to be the best guy in the league, right? He ne- he'll never he never have those physical attributes. But over time, who knows? Like, he could end up being a Drew Brees type. But right now, what I like from Purdy in this game was that he did not have it today. He did not have it throwing, r- throwing wise. He was making bad reads. And in that second half, whatever they said to him, they said, dude, the whole middle of the field is open. If you want to pull it down and run, pull it down and run. I feel like that changed everything the second half. Where it's like yeah. the defense was dropping so far back into coverage. He was getting pressure on him. He was thinking, you know what? I make one or two guys miss here. I got no one else up the field. And on top of that, he was making dudes miss. Like, I can't believe it, but Purdy was putting moves on dudes. Dudes are diving all around him. and He's picking up an extra 10, 15 yards here, so. Um, Yeah, incredible game by Purdy. Back-to-back incredible games. And if you're a 49ers fan, like, yeah, this is the dream. Like, you've gone through the dark days of Nick Mullins and lying to yourself about Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, You found a legit gem who has two comeback playoff wins now, like Chad just said, in his first season starting, and you found him at the last pick in the seventh round. So um, just – The sky's the limit for this team now. Like this is also the start of another team that could be the beginning of a dynasty, right? We could get used to seeing this matchup of the 49ers and the Chiefs because it's like, you know, both great, both great front offices, both have great quarterbacks, and now both have great coaches. Where it's like, you know, what was it four or five years ago? We had the exact same matchup, and Garoppolo could not make the throws. So, you know, the 49ers should have won it. He couldn't make the throws. Had the guy, had the guy. Yeah, right? had the guy. Had the guy,
0: and it was just outside his hands. He had him wide open, middle of the field for the game-winning touchdown. Had the guy.
1: And every every scout I talked to, everyone I talked to inside football said, Kyle was cursing Garoppolo's name that whole offseason. And what did he do? He went out uh, the next year or two years later, went to the draft, went and got his guy with a third pick overall. And it didn't work with that, obviously, but with the pretty thing, it has worked. So it's like Shanahan knew he needed to make a change – like, he knew Garoppolo got him there. And, it like, same thing with uh, the Rams getting off Goff. It was, like, these these coaches put themselves out there, and it's all about them believing the quarterback. And clearly he believes in Purdy. Like, he's, he's – even if you watch his second half, I know the turnover obviously helped in the IU helmet catch. But, like, he really wasn't changing the game plan. They came out, I think they fed the ball to McCaffrey. Like, he stayed in himself, Shannon, which yeah. I'll give him props for. It's, like, he didn't freak out and start just having Purdy throw it three straight times every drop back. So – um yeah right now i get it 49ers fans are gonna be feeling good and we're about to dive into this world series i mean the super bowl and talk about it for the next two weeks but it's like man how many times can this 49ers team get away with it chad like back-to-back comeback wins um i think we all see they are they're not like we talk about we talk about these great one seeds they're not an unbelievably dominant one seed right they do have some elements them to be attacked on. So um, I can't wait to break down the next two weeks of this game just because I don't think it's as clean cut as people think where it's like, oh, well, you're getting the 49ers under a field goal. Just take the 49ers. I don't think it's that simple.
0: As a reminder, you can catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube. For those enjoying on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like and subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. All right, do a little housekeeping recap here. Not great. Simon says in big balls, Baltimore minus three and a half. Exec decision, San Francisco minus seven. Ron Robin, Baltimore, San Francisco. Simon, <laughs> I know it's playoff time. Fuck. Life is full of distractions right now in your world. But that's still not a good excuse for forgetting the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States. Can you name it?
1: Game time.
0: I love game time for two reasons. One, they sponsor this show. Number two, I actually use game time to buy tickets. They've got amazing last minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college football games. Speaking of which, I'm actually going to open game time right now for my house here in Connecticut. Guess what? I can get in to see the streaking New York Knickerbockers at Madison Square Garden this upcoming week. For less than $100. That's right. NBA basketball at the world's most famous arena for less than $100. No matter where you live, download the GameTime app. Get out. Have some fun this week. Go sweat your bets live and in person. You can redeem code favorites for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just download the app and enter code favorites for $20 off. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. We got ourselves a matchup. We got the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. The line opened at Niners minus three. It immediately moved to two and a half. I would not be surprised if while we've been talking, it moved down to two. Simon, I know you got the three. I was not fast enough. I got the two and a half betting on the Chiefs. As Tony Romo said on the broadcast, if I'm a bookmaker, I don't know how I make Patrick Mahomes an underdog ever right now Patrick Mahomes including three game including the playoffs the past two games in the playoffs 10 one and one in his career as an underdog three and0 straight up as an underdog including one Super Bowl victory the last two playoff games as Stucky emailed Matt Mitchell, or Matt Treby, our NFL editor. It's going to be a pretty boring two weeks because no one's going to bet against Patrick Mahomes ever again.
1: Yeah, uh, and I'd piggyback on that. The funny thing is, like I, I was talking to another pro earlier in the week, and you know, I was trying to hear his side of why he likes the Chiefs, and he basically just kept it very simple. And he was one of the people that bet heavy on Mahomes against Tom Brady in that Super Bowl, and he lost. And unlike most people that would be burned by that, he couldn't have been more in love with Mahomes after that game because of how Mahomes played and how he just never died. So he's just been getting fat betting Mahomes in these playoffs uh, these last couple years. And even this year, he kept saying it's different in the playoffs. And I kept saying to him, they're not a different team. This is the exact same team. But I'm telling you, they played possum. They they had to have played possum. They played us like a bunch of fools. Um, Just because you said the offense – Looks so easy right now. Like Mahomes yeah. feels, like you said, that Ravens opening first two drives. Like he did whatever he wanted. Like He was just in such a zone. I mean, he's got bodies flying all around him. He's so unshook. He's so calm in the pocket, just stepping on his toes, stepping around. It's it's crazy. So, um, yeah, two two of the biggest public books in America right now, plus two and a half. Go grab it. Like this isn't going up. Is it really going to go back to three? No. The professionals were going to slam that. That's why it's no longer a three, the two and a half won't last. I mean, I haven't modeled it out, but I, I know my model is going to like the 49ers, but I just said it last week, like, fuck the models. I'm sick of the model. telling me to go against Mahomes. I don't care. So I'm almost positive. It's gonna be minus one, minus one and a half to the 49ers. I'm going to love the chiefs here in this spot, just because of everything we talked about. And the biggest one will be when the pressure is the tightest, when everything is going wrong, Who's the coolest dude? It's Mahomes. And the Super Bowl is that times a thousand. Like every everyone talks about it. If you've never been to it before, it's different than the playoffs. It's different than everything else. It's its, its own little world. Um, especially dealing with that halftime of 30 minutes. Like you imagine Purdy sitting in there with a 10-7 lead at halftime uh for 30 minutes, thinking he's like 30 minutes away from being a Super Bowl champion. It's just, it's all gonna point to Mahomes. So um I'm pissed. Like you said it, I wanted the three to pop again just because. I only got like a penny down, Chad. Like those those look-ahead lines, the books are taking nothing on it. So yeah, um, I'm I'm hitting as many two and a halfs as I can right now just because you just said I, I don't see this going back up to three. I can only see this going down. Um, the public, the pros, everyone got burned on that Ravens bet. And they're just, like me and you, we're just terrified of betting against Mahomes. So, um, yeah, the rest of our lives are going to be pretty easy, Chad. Mahomes is the dog. I, you already know we're betting. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done going against it.
0: Isn't it amazing? Even last year, we were like having the biggest debates about Patrick Mahomes. And are we going to bet on Patrick Mahomes as an underdog against the Eagles? And we went with the Eagles. And it's like teams get tight.
1: Teams got tight against Tom Brady. They know. I'm seeing seeing a couple ones now. A couple ones already popping people. Really? this, This is, yeah, this is running. As soon as we get off this call, I'm about to make 50 calls. I'm going to have to keep trying to get these two and a half so I can, but they're it's, it's they're disappearing. It's like it's everyone's like- in the same boat. Like, I'd rather lose, I'd rather lose on betting on homes than lose betting on Brock Purdy, and that's, that's just basically going to get. Now, I'm not going to talk about the total here. That's going to be my favorite thing to talk about this week. This total, I love, I love the early total. They opened at 47 and a half. Again, we're not going to spend too much time on it here, but – um, people already know the way I'm thinking. Under. It's it's just fun taking Super Bowl under, especially um when you have one of the better defenses in the Chiefs. Uh Spags, one of the better minds in football going up against Shanahan. Like, I just love everything about it. So um, yeah, just it's gonna be fun breaking this down for the next two weeks. It's it's definitely not a dud. Um, again, Lions fans, I cry for you. Um, it's just brutal. The more I think about it, I can't believe the Lions aren't the ones, but yeah, the 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 best two teams in the playoffs definitely deserve to be here the most, no doubt. Chiefs, 49ers, so well-deserved. So, um, yeah, can't wait to break down these two teams.
0: Um, by the way, you're saying under 47. I am seeing in some 49. places
1: under 49 right now. Saying, I'm seeing two books 49, but I don't know if that's our app glitching. Okay. it could be running up it could be running up i would love that but i'm seeing most books 47 and a half yeah i think i think you might be right we might which be, again um... if that's what it opened at that makes sense the pros came in and hit the under i just i haven't i haven't hit it yet but um i'll definitely be on the under uh hoping if it, a lot of books are 49 that'd be amazing to get to 50 but um uh, happy to take the under at 49
0: no i now i'm seeing 47 and a half uh dk um uh, one, one of the books was at uh, was at 49, but I think it's quickly moved.
1: Um, yeah, it's already down to 47 and a half. I'm, I just opened that book.
0: Yeah. So uh, I think the most important thing that we can try to discuss here is that Taylor Swift has a concert in Japan on Saturday, February 10th. Yeah. It will end around 1 a.m. Saturday night, Japan time, which means that she will be able to get to the Super Bowl in time on Sunday. Okay. Uh,
1: yeah, she'll be there. I of mean, course she's going to be there. We're, we're talking about millionaires and their first world problems like that. That that, that girl's going to be there. I'm not I'm not worried about it. But um, yeah, this is the football. The football's dream is happening. They got Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. It's the best.
0: (laughs) Um, Super excited about that. Super excited about this game. We're gonna have a lot to say about it. It's gonna be fun two weeks. We got two weeks. We'll be back at it on Tuesday. As a reminder, the Favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings and even parlays. And they don't stop there, keeping out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible super boost. Check out the boost and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365, must be 21 or older, present in Colorado, Iowa, Louisiana, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. If you love listening or watching uh, while we are live, you should, because as you can see, lines are moving as we talk. Catch our yeah, it's next. it's all one and a episode. halves now. What's that? It's only one, only one and a halves are left. Only one and a halves.
1: Yeah, two and a, half. So, two and a half is already history.
0: Two and a half is history. If you uh, were smart enough to be on the show at the beginning, you got it. If not, it's gone. Catch our next episode live Tuesday, 1.45 p.m. Eastern on Action Network's YouTube channel covering the entirety of the Super Bowl. We got a whole two weeks of big shows planned for everybody. Until then, download us from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Until Tuesday, love you.
1: Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.